1: Now, live
0: from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833 212 1017 is the number. So, so I am. Excited to have here on the new 101.7 The Truth, uh, two of my favorite people from St. Ann Center. And I think that uh, I would be remiss if I didn't, first of all, tell you that I, I was a recipient of the uh, award for Indaba a few years ago. Was it last year? I don't remember. It was last year.
3: <laughs> It was last year, Dr Dr. Ken. Wow. Last year.
1: So I have on the line sister Edna. I'm I'm I don't want to say her name incorrectly.
4: Lonergan.
1: Lonergan. So I did have it right.
4: Yeah.
1: I, I guess that growing up uh did did me <laughs> some good in school. She's the uh founder and president of St. Anne's Center. I met you a couple years ago and then i met you yeah. again at andaba and and it was it's it's impressive to see a vision that came to fruition in such a mm-hmm. um and, and i'm going to use the word you use in such an integrated intergenerational way and so i found that to be outstanding but then i got harassed by a woman by the name of gloria miller who decided that oh. <laughs> that she was go, she was going, come after me, I mean, I have never gotten as many calls and texts and but but what it but what it shows is is you've been you've been there about seven years, your commitment to the vision and the calling of Sister Edna, yeah. and so it's great to have you on my show. We don't have a lot of time but but one of the reasons I really wanted to have you here is because you've got your fourth annual Ndaba African Awards coming up this weekend, correct?
3: Correct. We certainly do. It's the Ndaba African Ball, and this is our fourth year, and we are so excited about it. And we are so happy that you were one of our chosen Hall of History makers honorees on last year in 2022. So we're gearing up and getting ready for it. Am I not right about that, Sister Edna?
4: You are right. And really, Gloria takes the credit for this. She has done a magnificent job pulling the neighborhood and the and the surrounding talent together. I mean, we have really fun nights on Wednesday night, and um, I just invite everyone to come. I just feel that, you know, God is asking us to widen our tents. Every every Wednesday, we widen our tent as we listen to all this fantastic music coming forward, and it's so good for our families when they come and they sit on the grass and and pull out their picnic lunch and and listen to so many different musicians. It's, it's just wonderful. I, I Long found that heard by the bees. <laughs> I, I, a I, lot of bees. I,
1: I that that's very true. I found it interesting that your your free music summer concert series. When I, when I first heard about Indaba, I went, okay, well, it's, it seems a bit, you know, it's just, a, it's just some summer concerts in the band show, right? And then I looked at your performer list. I looked at the fact that you take June, July, and August. Every Wednesday from mm-hmm. 6.30 to 8.30, you have someone there performing, and the community shows up, and it's a place of peace and tranquility where you can hear some good music. And relax, but more importantly, pretty much everybody in the city comes, regardless of race or gender or religion. And your your uh, Wednesday night programs really, really brings the community together. S- Sister Edna, what was your vision for that particular thing?
4: Well, I I, um, I love the 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 bandshell idea of being right in the neighborhood because it draws people out, draws the whole families out, even people who stand on their porches of their houses, you know, and listen to the music. And, you know, can I just tell you a story of how our first um, Indaba bandshell um, occurred? It was um, a, a little boy by eight, he was eight years old, and he was in our after school program, and he loved to sing. And he loved to sing the Whitney Houston song. Mm-hmm. And he could just belt him up, age eight. And he asked if he could be, on um, uh, sing the opening, sing that song, the opening of our band shell. And um, we said, of course. And so, you know, he had been practicing and practicing, and he got up on the stage in his brand-new suit, and he the music started, and he the words wouldn't come out of his mouth. He got stage fright, the poor little kid. So his <laughs> great
2: grandmother
4: his great grandmother from the neighborhood got up on the stage and with her powerful hands put him on his shoulder, and he started to sing that Whitney Houston song like I've never heard it before. And you know when he said, "No one, no one can take away my dignity," he was so true.
3: So, mm-hmm.
4: so I thought we 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 made it. You know, this is what the the Andava Band yeah. show is meant to be. So now we have a variety. Yeah thanks to Gloria, we have a variety of music and and lots of people from many different areas of the neighborhood and so forth. So it's just a great time.
1: And so Gloria, you have worked tirelessly to make this fourth annual Ndaba African nights something that is memorable. I remember being there and it was it was at the back end of COVID and everybody was still kind of, you know, okay. leery. And you were you were able to bring people together of such diverse backgrounds, races, uh, things of that nature where people were able to see that really Ndaba is about bringing the community through all these things together.
3: Yes, it is. Um, in the traditional African culture, and DABA refers to a gathering to resolve issues affecting the village. And, you know, you know, Dr. Ken, I mean, we are all a part of the village of your neighbor raising you like your parents raise you or, or as it should be. So everyone has a voice. And, and there's a common story that we all share in that. And I think, you know, um, the the committee structure around that prior to my being brought into um, St. Anne was to find out what did the community want? And this is what they said. You know, everybody doesn't have a car uh, or can take the bus to the lakefront, but many people can walk a few blocks within their neighborhood or come across the street. We now even have people that are coming from as far as Brown Deer, coming to uh, Indaba Nights, which we hold Every Wednesday night, beginning the first week in June through the end of August. And one of the other things that we do is upcoming this Saturday is that in order for me or for us at St. Ann's to be able to bring quality entertainment of our local community residents, is we need to create a way to be able to compensate them. You know, everybody's just not going to get up with all of their equipment on a shell stage just to perform, when many times, you know, people, this is a means of them being able to uh, support their families, add to whatever they do in the workday, and also it's a form of enjoyment for them. So, So we do this African ball that really kicks off uh, the first Saturday of the month of February, kicking off Black history Month, and it's so much fun it's so much fun it's so much culture you know when you open up the door and practically everyone is coming in attired and in some type of African garb they're coming to enjoy themselves and be uh entertained by fabulous entertainment. I mean, by all means, Christopher's project featuring Joe Jordan. What what can I say, Kim?
1: Oh, yeah. That's going to be a great time. And so if I want to get a ticket to be there at 530 on Saturday, February 4th, now that's going to be held at the Baciris campus, 2450 West North Avenue.
3: Correct. That's correct. And, And so what I want people to understand is that you can go online to register. So there's no physical ticket. It is an online registration. Or you may come over to uh, our Cyrus campus and ask for me. And if you want to be able to, you know, do your registration right there, no no problem at all. We want to make sure that we're providing everybody a seat at a table Mm -hmm. and also a a name badge. And so, you know, with that um, cost, You got to figure that it's a small cost, I think, when you talk about compensating the the entertainment for the summer, which is going to be 13 weeks, but also some of the most fabulous food by events by day, uh, Caribbean food and African-American food. uh, The uh, registration also includes, you know, we have a wine and and beer area um, fund. Fun, 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 Dr. Ken.
1: All right, let me just go on sure and buy would, my tickets. Ken,
3: would, would you get your registration, Dr. Ken? And and let me just say this. Bring your dancing shoes.
1: Yes, my. yeah, because, I brought them last year too. Y'all dance. see,
3: y'all, y'all
1: dance too much. The music get good. Everybody <laughs> in the room is dancing. What no room to dance. And so this year your Hall of History Makers is Elizabeth Coggs, Linda Jackson yes. Cocroft. Uh, who, who started yeah. Black Women 50-plus magazine, a phenomenal magazine. Yvonne yeah. Kemp, who yeah. doesn't know Yvonne Kemp. Yeah. Uh, Barbara White, who's, yeah. a, who's a former campaign manager for Gwen Moore and Lee Holloway and one of the organizers yeah. of the Million Woman March. And, of course, WNOV yeah. Radio and yes, yeah. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority yeah. Incorporated, Epsilon Kappa Omega Chapter.
3: Yeah, you better get that chapter Yeah, right. I got
1: to get that right because my wife is in that chapter, so I got to get it right.
3: <laughs> but well, You know, what's, gonna be, what's also fun, Dr. Kendall. we like to think so, is, you know, we do um, an African fashion show right after the yes, final week. And I would tell you, you know, those folks just really had a ball last
1: year. Yes, they did.
3: So. And I was surprised at the number of men that even got up and you know strutting their stuff. And, wait a minute, you know, of gonna... course. Yeah, I saw you. Can't can't let the women outdo us. Come on
1: now. <laughs> don't take no pictures or video. No. I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, you know, one of the other one of the other things we thought would be a lot of fun mm-hmm. is one of our honorees here um, has a family member who is from Cameroon. And uh, although he lives in the States, uh, he and his wife, and um, he's going to teach us a African line dance called Jerusalem. Oh, wow. So, you know, that's going to probably follow right after we do the fashion show. So we want people, you know, sisters, if you've got your high heels, bring you some extra little footy
4: <laughs> shoes,
3: unless you could really work them with your heels, but, um, It's an evening of fun. It's an evening of fun, good fellowship, good food, and a good and worthy cause to support those entertainers in the summer.
1: Yes, it is. So I thank you so much. Sister Edna, uh, once again, congratulations, and thank you for answering your calling to be what God wants you to be and to create such a phenomenal place like St. Anne's Center. Oh,
4: thank you, and thank you for having this. We appreciate it. Being able yeah. to talk about yeah. the Ndaba Ball,
1: it's, been, it's, it's a lot of fun. And so that's org forward slash Indaba Ball, I-N-D-A-B-A, Ball, B-A-L-L, or they can email yeah. Gloria at gmiller at org or they can that's call 414 210 Twenty-four, twenty-eight. All you really have to do is Google "Indaba African Ball 2023." It'll pop up. Click yeah. it. Buy your ticket. And if you can't go, still support St. Ann's Center for intergenerational care. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for being here. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you. We really appreciate you, Doctor Ben. Have a great evening.
0: All right. You too. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Make sure you check out the St. Ann Center.org for that was You so out of the you're so out of the loop like you. You know. Wait wait for the pause and then so I was in the middle of talking, he said something in my ear. Poop, completely. Now I'm distracted, like, it just gone. Anyway, uh, where was I? Um SaintanCenter.org forward slash. Now I gotta scroll. Now I gotta scroll down to it. Uh, uh, uh center.org forward slash Indaba Ball or you can hit Gloria Miller at gmiller at Center.org. or 414-210-2428 best way is just to simply Google Indaba African Ball 2023 it'll pop up click the event buy your ticket and then go and support nine weeks of just good summer music at 2450 West North Avenue, St. Anne's Center, the campus. Pretty cool. So now let me get back to these talking text lines. for the last hour. And so we were discussing this whole, why people are showing solidarity with, the people in Memphis, but not showing solidarity with people in Milwaukee. That that was that was my beef. That was my gripe. That was mine. Um so someone who has since apologized for saying, apologize to the utmost no offense intended. Yeah, but it was offensive. He called me Sherwin instead of Dr. Ken. Ugh, the humanity. Anyway, he said he or she said both you and the money to be made the, I think that was Son, you should put your money where your mouth is. Point number one, how do you know I don't? Okay, that's one assumption. What does that energy, protest, and support look like for victims? We all protest against crimes. We plead with our community. I'm sorry, we plead with our leaders on a daily basis to do something to combat problems. We who? And when did you do it? Because I don't see it. I don't hear anything. They don't have answers or solutions. Well, that's something we agree with. Do you? Yes, I do. And I've given them over and over and over and over. You tell us guilty black folks how to protest. I'm not telling you how to protest. I'm saying that if you're going to protest, protest everything. Protest your backyard. That's like you going next door to protect, to protect your neighbor's house when somebody breaking in your house while you next door. You downtown protesting about shootings and killings, and a one year old dies. And I know we don't control that; those are individual things that we can't control. But why aren't you mad and complaining and upset about that? I can't protest everything. It's a lot of time. You can't I'm not saying protest everything, but at some point, start at home. Okay, they don't have answers, solutions. Do you? You tell us, guilty black folks, how to protest and fight against crime. I didn't say that. What are you doing that we are not? I put on a uniform for 27, 24 years, one month, then started doing it part-time for another four years, five years, and then, and then served and protected a community that called me all sorts of names that were disgusting. Same names those cops in Memphis called him. Threw stuff at us, urine, feces, fruit, tomatoes, bricks, and showed up every day. So when you say that, have you stepped up? What are you doing? What are you doing? Work with nonprofits, work with fraternity, give money, support people, pay for scholarships for black men and women to go To college. What have you done? I have a huge, you have a huge platform. Give us the answers. We all mourn the loss of innocent to the bottom of our heart. We remain in a constant state of grieving, but the non criminal black people are no more complicit. Racism and hatred created the circumstances. So the black cops were racist and have hatred, and they kill them, right? So what's creating the circumstances for black people in Milwaukee, a black person to steal a car with a one-year-old in it, crash it, kill the baby, and then run? Like, what created that? Is it self-hatred? See, here's, here's the problem I have with this, and let me, let, me, let me read it through. Self-hatred and sickness in our people to harm and murder. You always come up with a reason or an excuse without actually having any data that reflects the fact that people have self-hatred or the circumstances or racism or, or, or sickness or mental health. That's, that's some data we do have, mental health. However, since we are usually the victims of black-on-black criminality, we will be wise to put our heads together and find solutions. You imply that we as a people object more to murder by cops than the murder of each other, who die daily because of other criminality. First, generally speaking, criminals will eventually pay for their crimes in a just society. Okay? We protest because justice is rarely served or met it to rogue and murderous police. You are wrong. You are absolutely wrong. I've watched at least 10 cops in the last few years go to jail. Like, all of, what what exactly are you talking about? Show me where in the last instance where a police officer was arrested that they didn't go to jail. Um, Floyd, all of them. If if say what I said, there's quite a few where they don't go to jail. No, there are quite a few where they go to jail, but it wasn't proven that they did what somebody said. Just because a cop is a appro- is is accused of doing something wrong doesn't mean they did anything wrong any more than the average person if they're accused of doing something wrong. You get your day in court. You can't hate the police and then not give them their day in court, but then complain about a system because you want your day in court. It can't be both ways. And that's why I argue it's the same standard. You want to live in a just society? You follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, you're arrested. And a judge and a jury decide whether or not
5: you should go to prison. That's it. Ken, I think the issue that a lot of us have is, and myself included, so, um, is the fact that it has. To, it seems to be me that it has to be clear cut. Like, uh, all these cases that we have, if it's not recorded on video, then it seems that we don't stand a chance. But that's not true because N-
1: nobody ever puts it on TV.
5: No, no, no. You I'm talking about no, video no, with cases. On, hang on, hang
1: everybody. Only looks at what they see on video. There are a significant number of cases where cops are fired, charged, all that for things they did outside of video. Stealing drugs, stealing money, all that. Just like the average knucklehead in the in the in the in the community that does it. What I'm saying is that we need to complain about both. We need to see justice in both. But we can't fight and complain about one justice on one side and not do it for the other. That's all. It's a little disingenuous because what it sounds to me is that when cops kill you, it's more important and deserves more time and energy than when a one-year-old or 86-year-old man die. And I got a problem with that. How about all? How about it? How about we care about everybody? And if you're a bad cop, put him in jail. But then that has to go for the person, too. If you're a bad person, put him in jail. But you can't scream and cry about Ray Ray. But then if it's a cop, you don't even know if they're guilty. Instead, Thank God we got video.
5: But they get their day in court, too, because I want my day. Well, well here's the thing. Okay, and this is, And this is where, you know, yes, I agree, because I don't like this myth That exists out there that police always get away with things or most police are bad. Like that's that's not true. That's not true whatsoever. But we have a scenario here in Milwaukee where an officer's gun went off. And when an officer's gun went off, they ended up shooting the suspect they were chasing because they assumed it was the suspect. And then they wrote on the piece of paper that it was the suspect's gun that went off. And that's why they shot. And it come to find out that was totally false. Right. So there's there's obviously a, a culture Within the and I shouldn't say obviously there could possibly and it could lead you to believe that there may be a culture within police departments around the country that are here sometimes to protect themselves. How are you from,
1: leaping from one person doing one dumb, uh, stupid, okay. idiotic
5: thing as a cop it was, and now saying everybody does it and it's a culture? Okay, well, the Walter Scott situation. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just playing no, devil's. Yeah, no, the, the the killing of Walter Scott and that was a situation where a police. And down in South Carolina where police officers chased him from the back. And he had the story he told. But then, of course, when the video eventually came out, right. what happened? It right. seemed it things changed. And we had the but, thing where but, the. Uh, but if you read. Uh, if you read that case, you'll find out that the
1: first officer that responded when he got there, he knew it was a bad shooting. So there were cops that turned that person in. But anyway. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And I'm not taking up for the police. I'm saying lock the police up. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Uh four one four four one six. Thank you for your text. I'ma eventually get through all this, but I think we gotta do traffic and weather and all that stuff and all I'm saying. You know, you know what I mean? And and so I, I just it 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 disturbs me when people die at the hands of the police. I think the police should go to jail. That's just me. Have a trial, have a jury, you're found guilty, go to jail, end of story. But this generalizing the way we generalize about the way white people generalize about black people who they think are criminals, all of them criminals, or they're here to do no good, that's the problem I have. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to become a finalist in the one call, that's all 5K giveaway. You might be a winner. But you heard, right? It's $5,000. Be caller number three right now and be entered in to win $5,000. Remember, if your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Officers a call. One call, that's all. Caller number three, win the money, and be a finalist in the one call, that's all, 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. This year in March, we'll be giving it away. Little old me right here. And guess what time we're going to give it away? Between 4 and 6. So make sure you listen. And you better be by your phone. Visit 1017thetruth.com for official contest rules. Call 833 212 1017. The
0: Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Now, there are some things that are going on that don't make no sense to me. So, there were approximately 21, uh, wait a minute, it's more than that. Okay. Uh nope. let me let me go back. 1 two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 6 officers between 2020 and 2021 um, who were either convicted or pled guilty to misconduct, um, shooting someone, killing someone, and went to jail. And that's by no means close to the number of people who've been Killed by the police, but one thing we have to take into account is the fact that not everybody arrested, convicted, or shot by the police are innocent. Some are, but I'm inclined to think, and I'm biased, of course, that many are not. And so we have to really, really be careful when we make assumptions about why people did things or all of them should be convicted without giving them due process. And that's one thing everybody deserves. Doesn't matter if you are a gangbanger, an armed robber, or whatever. Every single person deserves due process. That's all. 833 212 1017 is the number. Uh, Cops sign up and get paid to protect and serve regular civilians. Just like, okay. Didn't, didn't so. That's the difference. Yeah, they shouldn't harm one another, but they didn't sign up to be good citizens. Huh? I don't understand that, Fonz. You're going to have to rework that. Um,.
5: You could try. Sure. What they're saying is, is that regular people don't sign up to be good citizens It's what we should be. But what this person is trying to say is that police officers sign up to uphold the Constitution. But nobody's
1: arguing the point. Why do people keep making a point that we already made? We know cops aren't perfect. The majority of them are perf- are, are better than the average citizen. But for the most part, they're not perfect. So why are we arguing a point that we agree on? that's it, why do you, people keep reiterating the fact as, as if there's some magic bullet that we hold the police perfect they're
5: why, not. why don't this is what i want a police chief to do one day i want a police chief to get up there and say listen i want y'all to understand that the men and women that wear these uniforms they stepped up and they're taking on a dangerous role and y'all didn't th- to protect and serve and y'all but didn't i want you to know these are regular citizens do not think that these are superheroes. These are superhuman individuals. These are just regular, regular people who may not have more education than you or may not have as many, much as you or may not have that as much as you. But they, they all are regular have the same
1: training and they're all hell to the standard of not committing as much crime as the average person,
5: significantly less. But just like in everything in life, there are going to be people that sure. fall through the cracks sure. that are bad people. There sure. are bad firefighters. There are bad police officers. There How many are bad, bad, teachers, bad firefighters bad- have we had? Look at the two paramedics here in Memphis. Nobody said nothing about them. There's there's bad everything. And so I think it's if somebody was just to say, y'all need to understand that these people are humans... And there's always going to be bad apples in every single group that you're a part of. There's always going to be bad apples. And we try our best to weed them out. And we're going to try to hold people accountable. But do know that we can't prevent this from all. We can't make this never happen because people make poor decisions. And police officers are people. Period. Sign me up. I'll be the (laughs) spokesperson for MPD. Somebody said over the
1: year, 100 people killed by cops every year. I never see a cop fired or charged less than 21 days for murder. I don't, I don't understand. So, so here's, here's, here's the issue with that. You ready? Not everybody who's shot by the police is innocent. When you keep saying, stop killing unarmed black and brown men, Why you throw unarmed in there? Because many of them are armed. Many of them are trying to take the gun from the police. So there's, Circumstances in each one that dictate what happens and whether or not it's above board or not. God forbid if something like that ever happened to me, I hope you would give me the benefit of the doubt and let me go through a process where outsiders come in to make sure whether or not I did something right or wrong. Because at the rate y'all going, y'all don't even do that to y'all neighbor. Who might shoot and kill? Dr. Kim, why do you always start an argument with Kyle? I didn't start argument with Kyle. Kyle started argument Thank with me. You always start You always ain't been why here more than an
5: hour. Why are you raising your voice? We got we arguing in front of Sister it? Edna. Why are you,
1: why why, why are you why you raising your voice at me? He is a very passionate about his ideal life. why can't
5: I be passionate?
1: And all you do is tear him and his ideals down. Who is that? Then you ask the public to for input.
5: I'll stop. Who who said that? I know you told us we couldn't Kyle do it. Kyle Brown, Derek.
1: You, Kyle grown. There you go, Dave. Kyle grown. He can handle his own. He be roughing me up when we not on air, and then all of a sudden he get on there and pretend like he all nice and stuff. I don't pretend like he got out of
5: Ooh, they just kissing up for you, Kyle. <laughs> you getting this in the talking text?
1: Shaking my head. Excuses, excuses, and more excuses. On who? The standard is professionalism, treating individuals how you want to be treated. Right. Just stop extrapolating from the five to everybody. That's my issue. Leave it on them. Put them in jail. Lock them up. Don't say everybody like that because that's what they say about black people. Oh, look at them. They commit crimes. Oh, I'm never going to Milwaukee because, you know, Milwaukee is...
5: You're
1: listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Eight three three. Stop being mean, Dr. Ken. Pfft. Y'all act like Kyle is like four years old, and I'm bullying him or something. And he's in there laughing. <laughs> yeah, eight three three two one two one zero one seven. I'm hurt. You, you are not. Stop. That was fake all by itself. Sandra, can you save me? Uh, maybe a little bit. Wow. (laughs) Always taking up for the little boy. Always
2: taking up. Nah. uh, He gets to go back and forth with you. That's a good thing. That makes makes me know that he's paying attention and listening and reading the papers and everything.
1: Somebody thought I said, you did not just say that cops are better than the average citizen. Did I ever say
5: that? Mm. No, you you did not say that. I didn't. You say said that. that they stepped up and we didn't. Right. That's true. And and
1: they should not commit crime at the same rate as the general public. You know, the general who who should not and who swore that they wouldn't. Like I'm. That's all I'm saying. But no, I'm not saying that cops are better than the average citizen. What I'm saying is that they stepped up. Other people, just like people, step up to be a medical doctor. I ain't going to be a medical doctor. You don't want me trying to save your life. But anyway, how are you, Sandra? How are you today? And what's on
2: your I'm mind? Fine. I'm fine. Um, I was just uh, listening to uh, your conversation and, and speaking about uh, Tyree and uh, the other cases, That why the people didn't march for uh, the other cases. But I was just thinking, because sometimes I think people be a little afraid to get out there. Especially um, because every time we march, we always get uh, instigators in the bunch, and then they go to breaking windows and this and that, and then we get faulted for all of that. And when a lot of us out there just for a simple protest, you know, but in other words, I read, um, not I read, I heard uh, someone say the protest, no matter how much we protest, say it's not going to work. It's the um, economical part of it. Is the climbing a ladder to uh, prosperity? And they said, if we protest, if you ain't got the um, the money or the overall to start your business and get it prosperous, said no matter how much you march, it's not, nothing's gonna happen. Things gonna stay the same. Cause I look at this city. I tell you all the time, this city was not this burnt out. And every central city in America where blacks are are burnt out the same way. And uh, somebody need to tell me what happened. If it wasn't systemic, something happened. I'm going to tell you you what I think happened.
1: I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Everybody's going to call me a Republican and all that kind of craziness. But Democrats run these cities where the majority of black people went. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And somewhere down the line, they sold us that if we would just elect them, everything would be Mm -hmm. great. And now we're finding out that we got lied to and everything really isn't great. Mm -hmm. And instead of doing something about it,
2: libertarians and stuff. Yeah. Well, instead of doing something about
1: it, instead of doing something Mm -hmm. about it, we actually listen to them, blame somebody else for it, which is just weird to me because they've been in charge the whole time. And, mm-hmm. and we've had Not Democrats always, so. that, well, no, that's, you and I both know that they've been in charge multiple yeah. times at every single level of government, just like they are now. But how long? And we're ba- it doesn't how long? matter how long. See, let's, let's, let's stop, like, let's if you get stop, let's stop using, out, you can't let's stop using politics. Progress. Let's stop using politics for how people act. But
2: well, that's how we got built up this way. Well, it's but. P- political. Go ahead. System set up, America.
1: We understand that, but that's what we got.
2: Mm. You know what I'm saying? No money here. There's no money here. They, can, they can't give us any money. Robin right. Voss. I heard you say you know him pretty well. He said we don't know what to do with it. Well, that's idiotic.
1: Well, that's an idiotic comment by Robin Voss. And you know what, Kyle? Yes. Let's see if we can get Robin Voss
2: on the show. Yeah, get him on there. We need to talk to him because that you don't know, make we no need sense. But, we need this city to be... It's too late now. I think it's on the way it's, down it's, anyway. it, One,
1: number one, it's never too late. Cleveland and Detroit will show you that it's never too late.
2: Uh, they had to file bankruptcy.
1: Yeah, but they're back.
2: I know Detroit did.
1: Life happens, but they're back. Okay, then. I'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully. Hold on, Sandra. We're going to do great. We're going to do great things.
2: Oh, I'm 74. So, hey, <laughs> tell Kyle. Kyle,
5: you do it. Yes, ma'am, Miss okay. Sandra. I got you. Ah, I got right. you, girl.
2: Thank you, Sandra. Or Miss no, ma'am. ma'am. Thank you.
5: All right. I'm going to work with you. Okay, all right. bye-bye. Bye-bye. Maybe we can march together. Who you To
1: solidarity. We're going to march for stuff that's going on in the city and try to stop it and make the mayor and the common council and the county and the state do what it is they are actually supposed to do. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tory Lowe show is up next. I want to remind you, HBC night tomorrow at the Pfizer Forum. So we're going to be there all day long from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. Uh, we got financial empowerment coming up this month. It's going to be phenomenal. And our Truth sophomore year celebration is almost here on February 10th. So I'll be giving away some chocolate. So y'all make sure y'all be there. Otherwise, you know, my colleagues might end up eating up everything. Tori Lowe shows up next. I want to thank you. Never miss a show. You can stream us on the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. God bless. Take care. Kyle Wallace, good arguing with you today, brother. Always beat me up and bullying me, but that's okay. I'm going to make it one day. I'm out. See you in 22.